Three absolute strangers were visited by the same ghost in the month of January. How come? Let's find out. I am Akhila Rangan, a professional psychotherapist, and this is our podcast where I become your chariot in your journey towards being whole. Radha's cook had tested positive. So she was chopping vegetables for lunch in the kitchen when she saw it. She froze. Arjun was sitting by his table watching the news when he saw it. Chills ran through his spine. Fatima was lying feverishly with COVID in her bed when it visited her. Amidst the dead silence in the room, her fast-pacing heart became the only indicator of life. Another similarity in their encounter was that it wasn't their first encounter with the ghost. They had met it before. Its skin melting, eyes drooping, jaw dislocated and long twisted fingers reaching out for them. This time it looked scarier and decayed from the last time. Radha had first met it when she received the news of her father's death due to COVID during the second wave. For Arjun, it was when he lost his job during the same time. And for Fatima, when she lost her aunt. The ghost then looked smaller, with tighter skin, proper jaw, and much farther away from them. We human beings are excellent scriptwriters and tend to script a certain narrative about our lives. We script our character with a certain social and personal identity, including job, status, relationships, cognitive beliefs. We base our current and future behavior based on this perception of ourselves. The loss for three of them contradicted with the major themes of their narrative, leading to a phenomenon called shattered assumptions. These shattered assumptions may call into question our basic assumptions of a world that is fair or predictable, the universe being benevolent, and the self as competent and invulnerable. These losses shattered their lives and their world. Radha had imagined her aging but fit and healthy father to leave for his heavenly abode in 10 to 15 years, in a dignified death, in a hygienic hospital if he needed one, surrounded by loved ones, where she would have supported him fully, especially in his last days. However, to the contrary, her highly revered and acknowledged physician father died in a filthy bed in a crowded ICU when nobody was his own. Arjun had authored a narrative where he was the provider of his family and he worked for an organization where his hard work and loyalty would be acknowledged and rewarded with promotions and respect. His world turned upside down 
when the only reward he got for his loyalty was a mail from his company, where in the beginning they called him a member of their family and towards the end informed him of the end of his journey with them. No reasons given. Fatima had authored a narrative where her young aunt would be present to witness the important milestones in her children's lives and would be a support system for her aging mother. The heartbreaking sight of her aunt's old mother hugging her grandkids tightly and crying while the kids were too young to even realize the meaning of the death of their mother shattered her faith in the universe. To such events of untimely loss, humans often experience separation anxiety with their narratives and find it extremely difficult to let go of their attachments to their narratives. They try to hold on to them which leads to feelings of sadness, longing and yearning for the loss to come back, a sense of meaninglessness in this new world without them resulting in anger, anxiety, hopelessness, helplessness, lack of motivation, and so on. Physical symptoms such as lack of energy, lethargy, body pain, disturbed sleep and appetite, decrease in self-care follows. This response to loss is called grief. And during this experience is when these three strangers met the same ghost for the first time because the ghost was grief itself. The grief ghost was a reminder of the loss which they weren't ready to face. Most often in such situations, humans may respond to the grief in two ways, brooding or avoidance. In the former, we brood over the issue so much that it blinds us. And in the latter, we tend to sweep it under the rug such that we temporarily lose sight of it. And that is what they did too. Radha found herself in a heap of responsibilities following her father's death that she could not address the grief. So whenever the grief ghost visited her, she ran away from it and dissolved herself in work. Arjun's narrative about himself being the strong provider of his family didn't allow him to be vulnerable and grieve. So even he ran away from the ghost, such that he thought the ghost had lost his way. Fatima brooded over the grief so much, looked at the ghost so closely, such that it crippled her with fear and distress. After a prolonged period of drowning herself in grief, she thought the ghost had finally left her. Things had started to look normal again. Life regained its usual rhythm. They started smiling again. Summer came. It filled their lives with hope. Monsoon came brought with itself calm and fragrance. And then came the winter, and with itself brought the third wave.
curfews lockdowns people falling sick they they taking care of the sick they being sick themselves brought back the mood of sadness and uncertainty which reminded them of memories when they may have felt similarly in the past that is of the second wave thereby reminding them of the loss this memory bias is called mood congruent memory that is when you are sad you're likely to remember memories when you were sad and this has been seen to trigger the process of regrieving months of avoidance had made the ghost decay just like a physical wound which would rot if not given air light medicines and love to heal and hence when the ghost reoccurred as regrief they were more scared than ever regrief may occur with all people who may have lost because your loss may have a unique interpretation for you at every ascending developmental stage of your life however its nature depends on how you left your ghost in the first place Radha Arjun and Fatima are my clients in therapy and when they finally decided to seek help to resolve their grief they managed to look at the ghost from the right distance that is neither too close nor too far and what they saw consecutively amused them wearing the lens of curiosity compassion and courage as encouraged in therapy when they looked at the ghost they didn't see a scary specter following them to harm them but a wandering embodiment of love looking for home love which they shared with their objects of loss looking for inclusion in their new narratives because life and love don't end they evolve and keep going on it is true that the loss of anything we love a person job object faith cognitive beliefs anything it changes our lives forever acknowledging that helps the grief goes become a companion who may visit us on occasions of remembrance and when it breaks down into tears we may hand it a tissue give our shoulder for it to cry as much as it wants and allow ourselves to be amused at the beauty of this love which hasn't lost its home the third wave has been particularly sensitive for people who have lost during the second wave upcoming anniversaries of loss could be another trigger Here is an exercise you can try to cope with your grief ghost. Write a letter to whom or what you may have lost. Loss, particularly during the COVID, snatched them away from us without giving us any closure. No funerals, no goodbyes, no rituals. So, write and let them know everything which you have been carrying in your heavy heart. let them know your thoughts emotions and everything you may have wanted to tell them but never got a chance to 
Once you are done, take a few deep breaths. And from a state of calm detachment and no judgments, think. Think about what meaning or learning you may have gained from this loss. Because many times, periods of unbearable pain may teach us lessons which comfortable times may not. So pen it down in the letter and conclude the letter not with a goodbye, but an invitation to them to be a part of your new life, the life after loss. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy or medical help, but I hope that this exercise could be a good beginning for you to see a distant future when you could be friends with your grief ghost and say to it, Bye love, until next time. This is Bye from Akhila, your chariot in your journey towards being whole.